Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview with the cinematographer for Decision to Leave, Kim Ji Young. Welcome, everyone, to the next Best Picture podcast. We are talking with Kim Ji Young, the cinematographer, director of photography for the new film Decision to Leave. How are you this morning, Kim Ji Young? Good. I, I'm shooting a TV show with Park Chan-wook. Huh? A show in LA right now. We wrapped late last night, so it's kind of tired. <laughs> well, congratulations on wrapping. <laughs> oh, next... Not an entire show. I mean, oh. <laughs> day, five. day five. Okay. Oh, only day five. It's um, only day five. Many more to go. <laughs> of course. So this is uh decision to leave was your first time working with Park Chen Wu, and now you're working with him again. How does this working with him compare to uh, other filmmakers you've worked with? What makes him different or more interesting or less interesting than working with other filmmakers? Yeah, I don't want to say who's better. Or... <laughs> of course not. <laughs> 
there are many more directors <laughs> working with. So, but uh, the process with the Park Chanok was we prepped a lot, mm. a lot. Uh, with I mean, making storyboard for entire film from top to end is pretty common in Korea. Like everyone does it. But with Park Chanok, it was more detailed. So it's, we spent two months to make the storyboard looks almost like our final product. So we spent so much time for that to know what we like to get and communicate with other crew members that what he wants. So it was a little different. And the approaching when we actually like develop this visual ideas, he was, I mean, although we are referencing many old classical films that we liked a lot, but always trying to find a way to cover the scene in different way, always something new. Mm -hmm. One of the incredible things about this movie, um, even in moments when it feels bound by whatever genre it's playing in at that moment, whether it's, you know, the police procedural or the romance or murder mystery, everything, there is something about it that feels unique, often because of how it looks and because of how it was shot. Um, like the the flying rig and the chase sequence, um, the some of the focus shifts uh during the um uh, during the scene where they're eating the sushi in the interrogation room. How did you work with um, director Park to find those moments where you can fill it with personality? We, we just discuss a lot because uh, we draw shot by shot storyboard together. So when we, when we make this, story, we're not really drawing. We have a storyboard artist. He's drawing based on what we discuss. So when we do it, we talked a lot how we like to compose it. I mean, the idea if we compose it this way, audience will feel that way. And especially the scene in interrogation room, it's like a mixture of police procedure and romance film. So we had to have something to make the moment special. So for example, their focus shiftings and change of lighting, we start from the day and end in the, at the night to show their like, development of their emotion about each other's. So there were those kind of things. And that bring the mist into the really important story story point to the film. So the mist was another thing. The mist you're talking about. Yeah, the um especially in the scenes on top of the mountain, mm -hmm. scenes at the end in the ocean, the, these are very memorable moments. And that mist comes back in a lot of other scenes where you wouldn't necessarily expect it. In that moment, you know, Shire is blowing off the stuff off her hand and you see this missing, it comes up. It connects these characters mm -hmm. in this way. And it, it's a, it can be sometimes a difficult thing to film and get it to look exactly the way you want it, I imagine. How did you do with shooting these in a way that they all felt connected, even though they're all very different? Well Although we planned so hard and we drew everything we wanted to shoot, but that's never going to happen that way on set. I mean, it, it is impossible. We try hard to get it right, but, you know, but 
when you prep well, you can come up with like alternative idea or sometimes better idea. But because you, because you have that base, you can just, you can be more flexible on set. And that's how we just find better stuff on set. Uh, for example, the last shot of the film was not planned. Really? Uh, originally, we planned the Hejun goes away from the camera and becoming becoming a like becoming like a scenery, like a dot, like goes yeah. away, away into the mist. But <laughs> on the day, our big camera operator, she just put the camera and she just she she shot it, and then she she shot and didn't really shoot it, but she composed for rehearsal. And uh, Park Chan-wook saw it, and why don't we shoot that? But it wasn't our, like, wasn't really in our storyboard. But we shot it, and we, I mean, I didn't, I was, like, far away doing our original shot, wide shot on the, in Crane. So I didn't even know what she was shooting. But after we, we finished, I went to the monitor and watched the video playback. I was like, wow, this is so good. We should use it. And Park well Chan-wook, <laughs> I, I, I'm a little blown away by the fact that in something where everything was storyboarded, that and that moment has such impact. That yeah. it's just something that you, you found. I mean, that, that's something we found. That it is. It's mm. not just the director and I. I mean, our crew members are all there together. Yeah. They know what we're trying to get. They know what we like to get. So one of them just come up with just good ideas, and Park Chan took it. Don't you know that you're a grown up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You you can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I love collaboration in the arts. One of the, one of the other moments I think that is really... Uh, it testament in this film to how well you the whole crew collaborated. There are these incredibly striking transitions in and out of scenes where uh, Heijun is imagining himself in different spaces, uh, usually in Surya's apartment alongside her when he's surveilling her. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like these transitions in and out of these scenes. And I'm wondering if you could talk a little about how you worked with uh, Director Park and I'm assuming uh, the editors to make them feel so seamless from going from one space to another with this character in his head. Maybe pretty much like 80% of the transition was planned. Mm -hmm. uh, and 20% was added in the post in editorial. Yeah. But the scene... In Soresa, and that is not the Soresa apartment, and the uh, Monday, the, the the when he's when Hazen surveys her when she was working, 
with the old lady mm-hmm. house. Those two transitions, they were, they was like all written in the script that way, exactly that way. So what we did is just follow the script. That was it. There was, there was nothing to discuss. <laughs> Again, one of those beautiful moments of when everything is storyboarded, you just have to shoot what you what you've planned. In particularly these these days, I find this sort of bleeding edge between what is cinematography and what is visual effects, what you capture in camera versus what is you know generated elsewhere. And I was particularly stunned seeing behind the scenes, you know. The effects real about how some of these scenes that you guys captured and it's a little like you would not even expect there to be visual effects in some of these moments. So I was wondering if you could talk a little about how you feel as an artist, a cinematographer about this blurring of the lines uh, and how you see yourself working with visual effects artists. I mean, we had two challenging sequences. One is mountain and the, the other one is beach in, in the end. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but you need really, you need help. You need collaboration. Like, make those two scenes happen. The mountains, I mean, you can't really go up to the mountain with the 60s, 80s crew members. I mean, they're all going to quit. That's impossible. So... We planned it. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm keep going back to the storyboard. We storyboarded the whole thing. Uh, we share this with our VFX teams and our art department. So we decide. I mean, we need a partial partial set. Like we can't really build a whole mountain and make rest of rest of them on VFX. And so just discuss a lot after meeting after meeting, and we set the plan. And after that, when we do the VFX, I mean. I mean, I couldn't really be there like for a whole time, but at least I have to be there for end of it to finish it. Cause I know whole, I, I mean, it's not just one one or two shot and one scene who make entire films. I have to be in charge of the look of the film. So I went back there and kept supervising and just give my ideas and all that. And for example, the beach sequence in the end, I mean, the mist was all VFX. And it it happened in in the screen time. It happened like in two three hours, but we had to shoot every I mean from the morning till the end for three and a half days, and we only had like two days of the time and not the two I mean two days of when the horizon I and mean, the sun is on the horizon and the, the tide is full tide. That's only a moment like just just before the sun goes off. We only had two days of it. We had to get get it done in two days. If you miss these two days, we had to wait another two and a half months. It doesn't happen all the time. But when we shoot it, when the, the wide shot, it's like last, almost like last most really important shot of the last sequence, all of a sudden, snowstorm coming in. Oh, we, no. The sun was right on the horizon, and the tide is high. This is the moment. And everything's set and sun goes down in five minutes, five minutes. If we miss this day, we have to come back here two and a half months later. We have to shoot it. And VFX guys, they they erase them all shot by shot later. And after that, add mist on top of it. But it wasn't easy to make the mist that everyone is happy because everyone has their own idea about mist. 
<laughs> but in the end, I mean, it took us like really, really long time. But just before we finish, we found the mist that everyone loves it. So we got it. <laughs> Again, fantastic collaboration between the yeah, whole yeah, team, first, it sounds like. I mean, to make the mist, to make them to do good work, you, you, I mean, you cannot just shoot anything and just give it to them and, and, and expecting good work. I mean, you really have to give them good material to work with to begin with. Mm -hmm. For example, for the mist, you can't really shoot in sunny day, but you can't really wait for cloudy day. So we have to find a way to shoot it in sunny day looking like cloudy day. So it was challenging, those things. Before we, before we have to stop, um, I wanted to ask you, in working on this project, what was the thing that you found was the most important lesson you learned? Lesson you learned. I mean, there are always lessons. Mm -hmm. Every day you shoot, every day after shoot, there's always a lesson. But this one was collaboration. Mm -hmm. I mean, I worked with wonderful director and production designers and colorists and the B camera operator who found the shot and all that and, and many others. It's collaboration. I mean, it wasn't, it feels like simple film, but it was not. It was really complicated to make. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think that does come across in a lot of the film. It's a, it's a complex narrative. There's lots of complex shots and it is so entertaining to watch in the end. So thank you for your work on the film. <laughs> thank you for speaking with us today. And when can we look forward to your next project? Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's going to be year after next year. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, we can't wait to see it. Thank you so much again. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Dan Bear's interview with the cinematographer for Decision to Leave, Kim Ji Young, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Decision to Leave is South Korea's official entry for Best International Feature Film at this year's Academy Awards and is up for your consideration in all categories. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because 
The news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.